This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, good morning. It is the Morning Drive on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T. 97.3 and double t 973com with Jamie Lynn, Jeff McGuire, and Chuck Hines. It's uh, it's going to be a great day. Look forward to hearing from you on the 8th Morning Center chat line. Go to the double t 973 mobile app for that. Uh, we get this, ha, huh, funny Chuck, there is an A&M campus in Georgetown, Texas. No sports, though. That's funny. I did not know that. Just, just kind of came out of my mouth. Kind of one of those things. Okay, you had me confused. I, so. did, I did. I didn't. I didn't know there was Georgetown, Texas and Georgetown. Uh, last night on our airwaves, we had uh, friendship girls and boys basketball. The uh, friendship girls won over Lubbock Cooper, sixty-five to sixty. I was uh, listening to that game on my way home from work last night, and then while I was fetching dinner, um, and uh, the Coopers, man, they 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 put a little run there at the end, Jamie, and. Uh, uh, darn near uh, upset the Friendship Tiger girls there on the road. There was a there was a late technical on the Cooper coach, uh, Jaden Isler. Was that did that affect the outcome of the game? I thought it was massive, and I don't I don't know if you should say almost upset them or not. I mean both. I think Cooper's. I mean higher ranked than, okay. than Friendship. Well, I know but, they're five A compared to six A. Yeah, but, I mean, but Cooper's got a great girls basketball program. No, so. no, no question. I mean, obviously they played for a state championship last year. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a great game. I mean, friendship was in control much of the night, and <clears throat> credit Cooper, man, they just never went away. They mm-hmm. just kept coming back and coming back. And um, Magic Escobar at the end of the game, just uh, boy, she started taking over, and she she's, did. she's a terrific player and can really scored all three levels and. I mean, in that maybe four levels, if you take like two steps behind the arc, okay. she's got mad range. <laughs> okay. And okay. She's a terrific player, and and she hit the three. I think with about a buck eleven to go in the mm-hmm. fourth, to give Cooper their. I don't know if it was their first lead, but it was their first lead for a long, 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 well, long time. time. I yeah. mean, friendship was up double digits in the second half, and so with a minute eleven ish to go, um, she hits the three from the right corner to put them ahead, and then immediately. The coach is is teed up, so I don't know if he was on the court and ran into the official. I don't know if he said something to the official. It seems like a really odd time Mm -hmm. to get a technical when your team had just hit a three to take the lead. It was so confusing. Yes, it really – I just was – what could he have been upset about? I I don't really know. I mean, it's – anyway, it completely changed it because you could feel like friendship getting a little bit tighter because the lead's slipping away. Mm Mm-hmm. And now Cooper's taking the lead, and all the pressure is on friendship now as they're coming down the court, you know, with, you know, closing in on a minute left in the game, and all the pressure's on them. They're now losing. Got to get a bucket here to get back out in front. So um, they get to shoot free throws? After? And Andy Cadell, who's like the best free throw shooter in North America, mm-hmm. drills two free throws and gives friendship back the lead, mm. kind of takes a little bit of the pressure off. Mm-hmm. And uh, plus they get the basketball. Plus they get the basketball, and Abby Holder scores for friendship. I, I mean, and so instead of heading down the court, you know, with all the pressure going against you, down by a point, you're up a point with a possession, you score. So you come away from three. that. Come away from that possession up three. It was it was a massive 
massive call in the game. I'm, and again, I have no idea what the technical was about. Didn't look like he was irate over there, so I don't know if he said the magic words. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know. Like I said, I don't know if he was on the court and he ran into the the official, ran into him because sometimes you can get teed sure, up for that. Sure, and those sidelines get squashed, you know, yeah. in high school gyms. Yeah, well, that, I mean, there's plenty of room over there. That was the. Okay. It wasn't because they didn't play at Oklahoma State's football stadium. Okay. I mean, there's but plenty you know of room. What we're talking about. I it, mean, I, it's been yeah. a while since I've been in that gym. So well, coaches just need to be off the court. Stay no, on the no, sidelines. No, no, no question. So I don't know if that was the reason for the technical. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I thought it was a huge, huge call in the game. Huge call. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you just kind of wonder, okay, so, and and it's almost like the, and again, he may have said the magic word or he may have said, may have said something that, but it just seemed, it was just so odd because usually when a coach gets teed up, it's because an official makes a call and they don't agree with the call and, Blah 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 blah, and usually you never. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen a coach get technical get a get a T when his player made a good play. Yeah, or made a no. shot like that. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, it was a great comeback by Cooper to keep battling, keep battling, and um, kind of showed their sort of championship medal by not giving in. And, mm-hmm. and credit the Tigers for. You know, when it sure. went back against them, when it felt like everything was going against them, they, you know, make the free throws and then mm-hmm. kind of research, surge back out there in front. And, and Abby Holder and Abby Boyce made some big plays down the stretch. And uh, it was I mean, it was great. It ended up being a great game, a lot of fun. I love um, that girl's name, though, Magic. Magic, what's her last name? Escobar. Escobar, yeah. yeah. Just, it's just... Uh, you'd love her shot more if you saw it. It's terrific. Yeah. She's a great mm-hmm. player. I think she's going to Angelo State. So, yeah. Um, yeah, great game. Great game. We expected it to be a good one, and mm-hmm. it was a good one. The boys' game, not so much. Yeah, boys win 91-63. to 63. At, uh, That friendship team is, I think, I think they could probably take, like, their back eight off that roster and beat a lot of teams in this in this area. They're, they're, they're pretty loaded. Okay, well, they, mm-hmm. they, they might be able to make a bit of a run then when it gets to the state. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you get playing those Metroplex schools in the second or third round, and it gets yeah. really hard. But they're they're really good. So both both girls teams, you know, played really well last night. I was it was it was a great game. Well, it's it was too, a lot of fun. It's too bad. And, and again, I don't know the dynamics. It's too yeah, bad. I don't want to blame it. I don't want to insinuate anything against the yeah, official. Right. I, I mean, because we all know. I mean, sure. you can be as calm as a cucumber over there right. and say the right words. And right. You, and you can get teed up and it'd be completely legit. Yeah. He didn't, the, the Cooper coach didn't complain after he got the technical. It was okay. almost like he knew. It's like I crossed yeah. the line. Yeah. He didn't yeah. complain. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. He turned and, and it may have been one of those things where they questioned their integrity. Maybe something some to the effect of, hey, despite the way that you're calling this game, we're still going to win it. Now, I don't know if that'd get you a technical or not. Yeah. I, but, I have but, no but, idea. but it could. I mean, that'd be, that might be something that might, that might be something like if I were coaching, I might say. Yeah. Hey, despite the fact that we're gonna yeah. win the game, yeah, and then you know, you know, it's like, uh, and and one of the things that the Big Twelve, at least on the women's side, and I don't know about the men's side, I, I'm assuming so because not that the rules are the same, but one of the things that was put out there um, at Big Twelve Media Days uh, in big black and white letters was uh, that on court behavior and bench decorum was was going to be more scrutinized this year. And, um, you know, Coach Gerlich got uh, a technical in the UTSA game the other night, um, which, you know, the game was was still kind of going back and forth a little bit. I mean, 
it wasn't like a it wasn't like that but i mean it was like eh, you can't afford then you can't afford to get another one because then you get ejected um but she wasn't happy with a with a call that wasn't made on on the lady raider end of the court and and basically the same foul and maybe not even as aggressively was then called on tech on the other end oh well i hope and, people yelled call it both ways well <laughs> Right, one of my I might have one even, of my favorite basketball I, ones. I might have even I might have even I might have uh, even said that that you know basically what what she's wanting is she's wanting him to call it both ways, okay? Um, but so Lisa Jones, who's the official, she she comes down the floor and usually she's pretty level headed, and Coach Gerling must because she was kind of jawing at her and then then kind of walked down towards the the end of the bench and it was still going and then. That's when she got teed up, and and um, and that, and we've we've seen I've seen less of that so far. Now you haven't had necessarily competitive games, uh, but it seems like in the early going we've seen less kind of um, going after the officials uh, by oh, both teams. That's by, good by both teams. Um, that's good of the of the games that I've observed so far. I will say I was a little bit surprised it wasn't absolutely packed at Friendship last night. I was a little. A little surprised by that. Like last year at Cooper, I mean, there was like not a seat. Not a seat. Not a seat. Are but, there more uh, seats over at the Friendship Gym? Yeah, I would guess so. But, I mean, I, I don't know that it's significantly more. Both have great gyms. They were at home listening to Choice Woodman and that's what. It, that's exactly what it was. Because that's what that's I was exactly doing. I was on my way home, and I was... Well, I was listening to <laughs> Choice and Clint on Double T ninety seven three and enjoying their broadcast. Next Tuesday night, it'll be Monterey at Friendship, so oh, should yeah, be another a, great, especially on the girls' side, should be a terrific matchup there. And hopefully, everybody plays. Right? Hopefully, all the Monterey <laughs> girls are able to play in that one. <laughs> this is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. We need, we need to add a word to your vocabulary, Chuck. Which, which one? Maybe. Oh, I, 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 there is no question in my mind that we will never, ever, 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 ever play them again in regular season play. In your lifetime, in Raiders' dad's lifetime, in my lifetime, in my mother's ninety-one-year-old, my ninety-one-year-old mother's lifetime, in the in the newborn that lives next door to me, in her lifetime, no, nobody's lifetime will we ever, ever, ever play the University of Texas in football in regular season play again. It's just not going to happen. Oh, man. Um, I don't think it's likely to happen. Um, but the way college football has changed so much, mm-hmm. the way things mm-hmm. have changed, I mean, you don't think it's possible that someday we end up in a, you know, in a four conference, four super conferences or, mm-hmm. you know, any of that? You don't, you don't think that's a possibility yeah, at all? I do. And you don't think that – the team from Lubbock and the team from Austin might be in the same one. I hope that's the case. I hope I'm wrong. I mean, I really do. I really hope I'm wrong. I, I mean, I, I know I, I'm 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 reaching here a little bit, but I don't feel like <laughs> I don't feel like I'm suggesting that the two teams are going to play each other on the moon. Right? Maybe. I just feel like college football is mm-hmm. has changed so much in the last twenty years that how about the last five? Yeah, but it's so it's it's hard for me to sit here and go well in the An next absolute, in yeah. the next. 40 years it's yeah. it's never going to change for that to happen man yeah. i don't i think it's a possibility like i said i don't i would think it's i think you could probably say it's likely or you know it's very likely mm-hmm. you could even say that but yeah 
but to act like it never could happen mm-hmm. that that seems a bit much okay. but i mean that's where the morning drive mm-hmm. we're kind of a bit much yeah uh, uh red raider two guns says and who cares chuck good riddance see i thought he meant like good riddance to me but i think he means good riddance to texas well, why would he say good riddance to you? You're not going anywhere. Well, I know, but I mean, I I was like, I thought I th- I took that I took that the wrong way, I, I took that the wrong way. Okay. But I'm gonna take it I'm gonna take it the other way, and then he goes on to say we keep chasing an ex that has divorced us, and move across the country. Right. Yeah, I I'm yeah. I'm just not like, I am not heartbroken that they're gonna they're they're gonna be gone. No, I get it, and I wasn't heartbroken that the Aggies left. Either. Well, I it's like the 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 the, the less I have to deal with those people, the better. <laughs> no, I know. I just I I, I hate it because I love I love the I love the sports hate, uh, uh, especially when you have a chance to beat them and yes, and, and when mean, you especially do beat with them. the Longhorns, man, they they've just owned us. I know. Yeah, I know. But you know, it's, there's always it's like yeah, I want to go back for another root canal. <laughs> have you ever had a root canal? No. Me neither. Okay. Me neither. I mean, I've never had a, I mean, I've had other things, but I mean, I've never. But that had... once every six years when we mm-hmm. go to the dentist and he says, hey, no root canal. <laughs> no, no, Man, that's all worth it. <laughs> Five straight root canals, but that once every six years. Hey, you look pretty good there, Jamie. I'm not yeah. going to pull any teeth. Yeah. Okay. Wow. A... This is awesome. I love the dentist. I got a B minus on my last uh, dental report. This is. <laughs> Need to do a better job. Need to do a better job. I'm excited about the new Big 12. I really am. I'm excited Are because you? yes, I, you're I, not. No, no, because I'm I I I'm a I mean I'm a traditionalist. We know that I'm I'm a I I, I, uh, I don't know what tradition that is, but well, I mean I, I love <laughs> I, I love the historical matchups, and I hate seeing I hate seeing these things that are just. I mean, it's not just here. I mean, it's. It's in the Pac-12. It's in, it's in the, not necessarily in the Big Ten. That seems to have found a way to stay together, and the SEC for the most part too. I just, I hate that these, you know, battle for the drum or the axe or the spurs or the, you know, the cider barrel or you know whatever cowboy hat, you know whatever whatever they're playing for. That have, have any of us even ever seen the Spurs? I have, I have, I have a picture of the Spurs on my phone. Because I was I was at a basketball game and we sat in the in the uh, was it the chance is it chancellor's box or the president's box? President's no, it's one yeah. of them. Humble one Greg, of them. Yeah, I've seen the Spurs. I've seen the Spurs. The, I asked the question, so that's a fair answer. I, so yeah. yes, I have seen the Spurs, and they're pretty, they're pretty. Would love to make sure that we figure out a way to keep them. I I just like the feeling that everybody has equal say in the new Big Twelve, and there's mm-hmm. not one pompous, arrogant. You know, Kansas guy Excuse that me. gets to uh, gets to make all the rules, and mm-hmm. you know, I I I I like what we have in the conference. It's going to be fun. I think. Yeah, uh, I, I I do agree with this text where we we have a better chance to actually be competitive across the board. It, it the, the the whole league will be more competitive. Yeah, but it, really, that's not about Texas. If we're talking about football, that's about Oklahoma. Yeah, really, because Texas yeah, hasn't sure. like owned the conference by any stretch. Sure, sure, yeah, and and um, you know, it, it becomes a little bit fairer of a fight, so to speak. Um, but I, I, I just, I don't know. I was, 
I don't think we're ever going to play them again. No, I, I, I don't. Um, I think that's it's unlikely that we're ever going to play them again. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to tell you that I'm happy that they're leaving or anything like that. I think there's I something to be said for, you know, it's fun to see the fan base get so fired up sure. and, and be excited about mm-hmm. a game coming to town. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and I mean, and obviously everybody has that team that they dislike more than others. And I sure. would say the majority of our fan base dislikes UT more than any other school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I do not fall into that category. And so mm-hmm. maybe I don't have the angst that everybody does. Mm-hmm. Um, I have stronger dislike for Oklahoma state and TCU and Baylor than I do for Texas. But um, See, and, yeah, I, I think that you're, I know I'm in the minority Yeah, and so many things. No, not, no, just the, yeah. that. I get the, it. No, I think in a lot of ways you're in the <clears throat> you're in the majority of <clears throat> of uh, of the good people, but I think in the majority of that you're you're not. <laughs> I think people. I think I think if you polled people individually, they'd say, you know what, I should be more like Jamie. I doubt it. No, I, I promise think, you, you no, don't want to do that. No. Um, I think I'll. I don't think I'll be obsessed with every Saturday looking to see if the Longhorns win or lose in the SEC. I I, I just won't. I, I, I will say I will say this. I I don't think any amount of pressure on UT is going to force them to ever consider putting Texas Tech on their schedule, whether it's the legislature or anything. The only thing that is going to put pressure on either school to play each other is if there's a massive amount of money, which could happen. Or as Jamie said, you get into four super conferences as opposed to kind of what we have right now and and you put the texas schools all all together again the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 is presented by cantex roofing and construction tips at 1 30 if you want to schedule your lunch accordingly or of just, course hey, you do hey, you want, i got a crosstown meeting uh i i'm not sure i'll be back until about 3 30 today maybe 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 four o'clock so if you've got uh you got that, or, or if you just got a lot to do today, try to get it all in before before one thirty. All right, we'll have uh, Red Raider football on the air for you on Friday. They take on Texas down in Austin. Our optimum game day live coverage with uh, Tech Talk at two uh, thirty. So a little early edition of Tech Talk on uh, on Friday, two thirty to five thirty. They'll still get their three in, and then it's time for Red Raider football from Austin with. Uh, with our fellows down there, that'll be uh, boots on the ground. Uh, we talked about Taj Brooks, and we talked about his running. His, there's just been one Big 12 game where he didn't get to over 100 yards, and that was 98 against uh, against K-State. So it's a formidable task this week uh, with UT and their defensive line, and Coach Joy McGuire talks about the challenge for Taj and his team with regard to the defensive line for uh, Taj Brooks. So uh, it's, uh, you know, it After is. After watching him play Iowa State, man, I don't know what plays, you know, uh, both of them. I mean, I know I know Murphy really well. Uh, I recruited him, you know, and he's from DeSoto. So I watched him grow up, you know, being at Cedar Hill. And, man, he's turned himself in such a great player. I knew he was going to be uh, a good player, but he's turned himself into a great player. And then uh, Sweat, I mean, I don't know who's blocked him. Um, you know, he's such a big human, uh, 360 pounds, uh, very physical. Um, you know, and it, it's good or, you know,
you know, as a football guy, of watching guys progress, because I think if you turn on the tape two years ago, um, you know, I don't know if he was trending in that direction uh, as far as the way they've been able to develop him and how hard he plays. Um, but, you know, the one thing uh, that, you know, the offensive line and Taj has been able to do is they've, they've been really consistent, you know, whoever we've been playing. And um, it's one of those deals that you've got to go out there and, and you've got to find some good runs. You've got to schematically put us in some good situations and then you've got to let Taj Brooks – you know, be Taj Brooks. I mean, he's leading the nation and creating missed tackles. Um, he has uh, – he's in a really good groove right now. And, uh, you know, we've got to do some things, uh, whether it be through tempo, uh, whether it be, you know, tempoing and keeping those guys on the field or off the field uh, possibly, um, you know, is one of those deals to put us in the best advantage because they're going to be tough, man. I mean, they're one of the best – teams in the nation whenever it comes to stopping the run. I think they're like at 82 yards a game, 82.7 yards per game, something like that, uh, allowing, you know, rushing. So uh, we got to find ways, good formations and, and good runs and go out there and, you know, let Taj do what he does. That's uh, Joey McGuire, and he's right. 82.7 is the yards that the Texas defense uh, averages allowing per game. That's good for fourth in the nation. Pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, so we've had this, we had a bit of this conversation kind of at various times throughout the year. And would you, would you say, could you say right now about your offensive line that when it comes to your running game, it has been a strength and it has been maybe as advertised because coach McGuire said it, you know, in the summer when we had him on, he felt like the offensive line was going to be a strength of this team. Yeah, um, that's interesting. Um, I would say offensive line has been really good in run blocking. I don't think they've been as good as in pass blocking. Mm-hmm. But obviously you're not having the kind of success that you're having on the ground without your offensive line being pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um Man, it's hard to call them. Uh, they've been been really good, but it's hard to call them a strength. I just, but I, like, I, what is what is? I mean, if you're talking, what's the strength of your offense? Right it's now, it's running, the running game, running the football, and it's time and they're a big part of that. Yeah, and so, you know, I think they've gotten a lot better as the season has gone along. I think the first few weeks it was a little bit rough, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, I guess. I I I would I would have a hard time making a case against that mm-hmm. against that point if you're talking about the I mean because you can't say the strength of your offense is your passing game you can't you could say the strength of your offense is Taj Brooks okay but get, Taj isn't putting up the numbers he's putting up without your offensive line being good yeah getting some help there along so, the line yeah, they're a big part of it yeah okay all right uh, total offense uh, Texas is ranked 15th in the FBS they're 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 good, and then from a scoring standpoint, they've averaged about thirty three a game. Red Raiders have averaged twenty nine a game. Of course, some of those things get spiked up and things like that. But still, I mean, you're probably going to have to score. Don't you think you're going to have to score thirty or more if you have a chance to win this game? Mm-hmm. Most likely, most likely. Yeah. yeah. And 
you know, you can't you can't give up the big explosive plays and the things like that. I mean, I mean, when you looked at the game this past week um, with UCF, I mean, there were a lot of things statistically that UCF won the game on. Um, in fact, if you probably did a, a blind resume and you covered the logos of both teams and you just looked at the numbers, you'd be like, oh, man, this team over here, they, they might have won by 10. But because of how your defense stiffened up at times, whether it's end yeah, of the half. Stop before the end of the half yeah, was massive. was massive. And, you know, they, 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 they forced them to, to kick a field goal that doinked on the, the right upright. And, um, man, that thing hit that upright hard. I mean, you could... You could hear it in my seat, and the thing just, you know, just kept vibrating. Mm-hmm. You know, the the thing hit it with some, it's like dead on authority. Um, but your third down wasn't very good um, against uh, against UCF, and there for there for a long time in the game up until the last drive, they'd probably run twenty more plays than you had. So I mean, there's there were some things that that took place in that game that you'd have liked to have. Uh, maybe been a little bit better statistically, but that that's not how they score the game. They score the game by who has the most points at the end of the game, right? And you had the most points at the end of the game. You had one more than they did. <laughs> one more than they did. And that's that's the, what we needed. That's all that all that counts. Do you think? Do you think time of possession is a key for Texas Tech in this game? Well, you haven't been scoring you know, quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can ignore that stat. It's not, you're not a quick strike offense. So it's not as if you were able to say, now it doesn't matter mm-hmm. because you just go on these, you know, we, we, we're seeing 60 and 70 yard plays for scores. You, you're, that's not what you do offensively. Yeah. And so it would be, now, if you wanted to do some of that, I'd be a big fan of it. I mean, I'm totally good with that. Taking some air out of the ball. No. No. Putting in the air into the ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it actually. Yeah. Air it out even. But um I'm talking about handing the ball off and grinding it out is what I'm talking about. That's what they're doing. Yeah. That's what they are doing. Yeah. You get yeah. the big plays when you air it out. Uh, right. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, yeah. okay. Uh, With oh. more air in the ball. Okay. All right. Semantics. Okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Scoring quickly is not taking the air out of the ball. No, I don't think they should score quickly. I think they should grind it out. Well, I, I'm I'm telling you, I'm fine with them scoring quickly. Oh, you are? With Tech scoring quickly? Yeah, why not? Early, uh, often, consistently. Yeah, I, what, I mean, you can do it quickly. You can do it slowly, whatever. Uh, I, I'd, I'd be for, I'd be for you know, these, some of the, one of these 15-play drives that just takes forever off the clock. I think, I think that's... To me, that's a key to win, to win to, this ball game. To, to paraphrase uh, Dr. Seuss, I'm for scoring here. I'm for scoring there. there I'm for scoring everywhere. everywhere. I will score in their house. I will score with the mouse. mouse. I do not care. I like the scoring everywhere. That was really good. Thank you. I don't like green eggs and ham, though. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T ninety seven three. Somebody off the chat line said, "Jeff, my respect for you continues to grow. You obviously had a well rounded childhood." And somebody else said that was beautiful, Jeff. It was really well done. It was really well mm-hmm. done off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. All right, your question for us, sir. All right, so. 
Uh, not that I'm bored with this year's football season. Because <laughs> I'm not. Okay. Okay. Especially after three wins in a row. But I'm going to jump ahead to next football season. Oh, okay. Goodness. What do you? What has you excited for next year? Mm. And what has you nervous for next year? Well, you won't have Taj Brooks. Uh, I guess Micah Hudson. I guess, I mean, that's the low-hanging fruit, right? I'm excited to see what this kid can do for you. Um, I'm ex- I, I would be, I'm excited about, okay, this is, sounds really stupid. I'm excited about what the South End Zone is going to look like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I heard, I heard from a guy that got a tour, okay, because he donates a significant amount of money that on, in the South End Zone, there's going to be party decks. And I'm curious if like my little seat on the East side gets me access to the party decks, but. I'm guessing not that you'd have to pay more for that, which I, I might be willing to do. So those are the those are the two things that I'm excited about. Jeffrey, something to be excited about next season. <laughs> Is this that difficult? I'm very nervous about next year. Really? I I be I, young. I need to see how the transfer portal gets hit hard at a lot of different positions for this team on offense. And replacing Are you Taj- fearful we're losing a lot to the portal? Or no, you're no. saying we just need to gain we a lot? We need to gain. We need, we need to be like Arnold we're... Schwarzenegger and pump you up. That's what they need to do on offense. Like, so many gains need to be had because <laughs> hmm. you are losing so much of what you were doing well this year on offense. Hmm. Between some offensive linemen that have done pretty well in the run block game and Taj Brooks specifically, that that is a giant... Grand Canyon tight chasm that you're going to have to find some place to fill. And I haven't seen anybody on this team that I feel like on offense that is going to step up and get close to filling that. You guys feel like, uh, heck Jeff wants to replace the quarterback. You I'm guys, open for a battle. You, you guys feel I like don't want the air apparent. Cameron Valdez is, uh, an everyday back, every down back, not every day, every down. Only play on Saturday. Hope he's healthy. <laughs> Unless it's um, Friday or Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's an every down back? No. I think he's a great change of pace back. I could think I could think he could be the second head of a two headed monster that can really perform well, but I don't think he's your lead dog. I think he can be more than change of pace. Uh I just don't know that it can be like he's your I don't want to say primary, but like I'd like to see two guys that can share the load, so to speak. Um, I I think he can run between the tackles. I think I think he can he can break tackles and do all the above. And obviously, he's got great speed as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm not telling I'm not here to say that I don't think he can be, you know, uh, an important back and an every down back. I just I think that I'd like to see it split. Um, and so obviously somebody needs to step up there or you need to bring somebody in. Do you think, uh, portal. you're also losing a bunch of guys on defense that you've relied on a lot. Well, there's three guys to me that are massive. Okay. And Taylor Demerson, mm-hmm. and then your two defensive tackles. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, I, that to me is as scary as the running back thing. Okay. Because I, I think it's easier to find a good running back yeah. than it is to find great defensive tackles. I think you're right about and that. And you've had, you have two great ones mm-hmm. who are really, really good dudes, 
great culture guys, great leaders, great Red Raiders, all the above. That there's um, not just a on the field thing, but leadership and all that good stuff that I think this team will miss losing those guys. And then Taylor Demerson, your biggest playmaker on defense. I mean, he has been a dude, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been great. So, um, the me- the thing that scares me is that those three guys on defense placing those three guys. Okay. Um, I guess what I'm excited about is I feel like, you know, who your quarterback is and, um, I like the quarterback, you know, I, I, you're going to bring back a guy that, um, that you want to grow old with. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, I like the fact that I don't think there is a quarterback controversy. I do too. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. <laughs> um, not that I'm saying if you go two, you don't have any. Not going there. <laughs> okay, but um, uh, Micah Hudson is is a good answer. I mean, I, I think he he could be really good, um, and and I think he can make an impact as a. As a freshman, so mm-hmm. that's that's also something to be excited about. But I don't know. I think there's a lot to be excited about. But I I don't disagree with what you guys are saying. And you're losing some key guys, mm-hmm. key guys. Well, I think you know. I think you kind of also look at you know some linebackers that you have coming back that are you know. Yeah, that's another thing to be excited about. Two you really know, young, really good linebackers. You know, you got what what Ben Roberts has been able to do this year, and then you know Jacob Rodriguez. You know, if you could have have him for a, a full, you know, healthy amount. That'd be yep. That'd be that'd be really good. And I think, you know, I think you've got some guys in the defensive backfield that that uh, are are good as well. That you know have that have that ability. I was looking to see, uh, you know, where Nehemiah Martinez is. He uh, I don't have his classification off the top of my head. Um, you know, hopefully he's a guy that can be healthy. And one of the things that Coach McGuire talked about um, was that uh, he's is that you know missing the fall camp like some of those guys did was just it's so hard for them to catch up. You know, after the after the fact, um, and that that was a, a challenge. So he'll he'll be back. I just don't know if he can he can be as what you thought he was going to be coming into this year. I mean, because he's way down that list on the receiving scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, there's, and, and that's going to be interesting to, too, to see, okay, can Jordan Brown and JJ Sparkman and Coy Aiken and, you know, can Duran Bradley, can he have a bounce back year? Can some of those guys have a bounce back year? What is, what does Dre McCray look like next year? Brady Boyd, Xavier White is done, but you, know, you got some other guys too that'll be, that'll be coming back on that receiving court. Can they can they grow a little bit? The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Being with us, Jamie, Jeff, and I, we come to you from the First United Bank studio. Thankful and grateful for all of our uh, Double T 97.3 Morning Drive loyalists. And uh, hope that you have a great uh, Thanksgiving and uh, get to spend some, uh, spend some time with uh, those that you enjoy and love and tolerate. And maybe you got the drunken uncle that'll come by, you know, or the weird aunt, you know, those are always entertaining, you know, you, you know, you can tolerate them, you know, for a few hours once a year, you know, the <clears throat> uncle that is kind of, he's a little off, but you know, it, it all works, right? 
<laughs> it all it all works. So hopefully you have. Is this a, one of those deals where if you don't have one of those in your family, mm-hmm. you might be that guy? Could. Could potentially be that guy, right? Mm-hmm. Could potentially, could potentially be that guy. So, yeah, I'm probably every once in a while I might have might have you know fit the bill for that. He's a little off. <laughs> he's, he's just a bit outside. I don't, I don't. He used to have one on one side of the family, but it's been a while, and he's passed a while ago. But I don't feel like we have one of those on either side right of now? my family right okay. now. Maybe so, so I might be that guy. Maybe one of the daughters at some point in time would uh, would acquire somebody like that. I think both <laughs> of my daughters would assume that I'm that guy. Yeah, okay. I would claim that. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Raiders dead. Are you the weird uncle, Chuck? No, I think I'm. I like to think I'm the cool uncle. That's what I like to think of myself. But yeah, he didn't ask you if you would like to think if you are. <laughs> they he asked you if you were. Those are two different things. I'd like to think I'm, I'm tall no, and athletic. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, right, I'm not. Right, right. Uh, we were talking about uh, guys coming back. Uh, you know, next year, whether it's offense or defense, or maybe even uh, special teams. But somebody uh, off the Yates Flooring Center chat line said this: the most important person you need to bring back is Tim DeRuiter, your defensive coordinator. Yeah, I don't know that he's. I don't know that he's looking to leave, but you know, maybe somebody's looking to. You know, put him poach, in, yeah. In, in, wouldn't poach be, him, put him wouldn't in a be deep, surprised if teams mm-hmm. were kicking tires on that. And, and, and they'd what, be silly not to, right? And what and what you hope is, you hope that you're creating, um, whether it's a culture or a feeling that you can win here, or you know, a, a little bit of comfortability of you know what you're going to get. Um, you see that, you know, you've got a team that's under construction. You know, in terms of being being able to build up to to winning something as opposed to going somewhere else. I mean, Tim DeRuiter's had a lot of jobs at a lot of different places. He's been a head coach, but he likes some of these other guys. I mean, getting to a, you know, a spot in life where like, okay, what, what do I, what do I really, really need? What do I really, really need? Um, you know, do I, you know, from a money standpoint, I mean, these guys are all paid reasonably well. I mean, you, you always want more, especially probably if you're, I mean, a guy like he makes a million dollars a year, um, and so could somebody come and get him? Yeah, they could. They could come and get him, but does another two fifty make a big difference in his life, or is it is it about um, hey, I want I, I like the kind of the atmosphere that they have here, that they the 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 leverage or the power or the decision making, and even I'm able to do what I need to do, you know that 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 type of thing. This, but you know, I I don't know. I don't know what his career goal is. If it's to be a head coach again, or if it's, I want to work for a team that has a chance to win a national championship. I'm sure that that's what all those guys would say. You Probably know, so. You know, or I want to be in a spot where we can at least contend for a Big Twelve title because I feel like if we can contend for a Big Twelve title, it will put you into a position with uh, to win um, or get into the college football playoff, especially when you're going to twelve teams. And I, you know, when you when you think about it. Next year at this time, you know, because right now it just feels like, okay, well, you just you're playing for your bowl game. Can you can you improve your life from the independence to, you know, this bowl or that bowl? Well, hell, next year at this time, if you've won eight games or if you've won seven games, let's say you've won seven games going into your last game of the year, you, could you be in a position where you're 
Eight's probably not enough to get into a, a 12-team playoff, but nine certainly is. Maybe. Nine certainly is, especially especially if you're Texas Tech this year because right now you're five and three. You go six and three in the Big 12, based on in, in most years, that, that could lead to an eight or nine win season pretty easily. If you don't stumble, if, stumble like you did right, this year in like non-conference. Right. I mean, generally speaking, you feel like you're probably going to win at least two of your non-conference games. So you win six, you might be in it. And if you and if you and if you had won against West Virginia, if you had beaten West Virginia, and I don't know what all the tie-breaking scenarios look like, but I'm just going to say this: if you were six and three right now, and you're playing Texas, or you were excuse me six and two right now, and you're playing Texas, you might be playing for the opportunity to be in the Big Twelve title game. If you had beaten West Virginia, no, I don't disagree with you. And so now I like you. I feel like you're getting ahead of yourself a little bit when we're talking about Tim DeRuiter should stick around because maybe next year you're yeah, in I'm the not, college football play. And I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying yeah. I'm just saying I, I when 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 you look at it when you look at it kind of moving, so does that make you happy or does that make you sad? Make you feel better or make you feel worse? That there's a 12 team playoff next no, year. No, that if you had beaten West Virginia. Oh, it makes me it makes me just it makes me gnash my teeth. Yeah, makes me nauseous. Yeah, it makes me just go, man. You just you 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 missed an opportunity, and it just again goes to show you how razor thin these things are in terms of whether it's decision making or playmaking or luck or whatever bounce of the ball, however you want to look at it. Yeah, you could even go. <clears throat> you could even say to yourself, well, if. You know, if Baron Morton doesn't get hurt against Kansas State. Mm-hmm. You probably could say the same thing. Yeah, except except for the fact that you you did not make any defensive adjustments. It didn't appear in the second half, and you let their quarterback. You know, doesn't matter what you did against Kansas State. You could have won against BYU. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's where I'm going. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Okay. I get you. You still could have beaten Kansas State. Yes. But the, I think the odds the, of beating West Virginia or beating a BYU would have been substantially better with Baron Morton. That's the point I was trying. Yeah, to make. no, I, I completely agree with you. So I, it's the same way. You're that close. Yeah, and that's why I, I don't get angry about the BYU one. I mean, it was bad luck. Your quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, you'd blown through two quarterbacks. It was that's bad luck. You know, uh, it is what it is. West Virginia was self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. You yeah. had I know you lost your quarterback in that game, but you had a very capable one there with and he just didn't play well. And somebody says he's on the list for USC defensive coordinator. Yeah, I've seen that. I, I I've seen that. But you know, hopefully you kind of can create an atmosphere and environment and you know, pay schedule that's like, hey, it's a lot e- it's a lot cheaper to live in Lubbock than Los Angeles. And you we have planes. If you're if you like going there, we can get you there. But and who knows, maybe it's about Being with a big program, too. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T97.3 podcasts at DoubleT97.3.com.